It's time for another Make Us a Mixtape podcast. My name is Paul Farvar. I'm Marty DeRosa. And we have a nice, nice time ahead for you here uh, on this. <laughs> Would you sure. not call it a nice time? I, that it doesn't sound like a, we were getting a nice, nice time here. I, I feel like that's the most accurate way to depict it. Uh, we have a banger of a podcast ahead of us. Banger of a podcast with comedian Sarah Perry. One of our most requested guests. Most. Uh, we've you've had, emailed us. Paul gives the email. Yeah, it's uh, paulmartymix at gmail.com. By the way, email us if you have ideas for uh, lists or your own list. You can send us your list. We might ha- have you as a guest, but if you have a theme, we might uh, give you a shout out. Or if Paul said something wrong on the podcast, if you or Marty, him, if you want to correct Paul. Or if you don't like the way that Marty is using the word banger so often and so incorrectly based on what the new millennials are telling us. Listen, I'm sticking with the Gen X definition of a banger. And uh, speaking of bangers, we've got a, a whole list of bangers today with bangers our Bangers on a list tonight. Uh, and uh, and let's just bring her in, huh? Yeah, without any further ado, Here she please. Comes, coming in the door right now. Perfect timing. Comedian Sarah Perry. Oh, Hi, Sarah. Hey, guys. Hey. Hey, you ready to tell us about your mix? I am. <laughs> I am ready to tell you about my mix. Did you, did you ever make a mixtape before? I don't know if that hits your generation um, in, in the small town it, of St. Louis. I remember my older sisters did it a lot. They had like those giant stacks. What's of, the age difference with these um, older sisters? My, uh, I'm 25. You're the youngest? Yeah. yeah. Uh, thirty. They are 32 and 33. So just older than Marty and I. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I need to know. I'm not talking about that. But I'm they about the they would difference. be in the basement for hours, and they would have those just piles of CDs. CDs. Is that the word you're looking for? You well, could... CDs in, the, but then the in the casings, in the like jewel in the, case. Yeah, that thing. I was so good at opening <laughs> CDs. Uh, my strategy, like Paul, hand me that CD real quick, and I'll no, no, the the one with the jewel case. So don't open that one. What That's I would a do, no, no, I know. So first, you got to get your uh, foil off. So I would, I would get that off, no problem. I would either like do that on yeah. the side, or and I would get that off, and then you'd have the sticker a lot of times on uh-huh, the CD, on the and top. then I would pop the case on the sides. Yeah, you pop it on the side. Do you know that? Did you ever get the the removal thing? There was a uh, machine that you would just put. It was Didn't like a. It. I was the machine. Okay. No. I you are the machine. machine. I am the machine. Fuck you, Burke Chrysler. So they would have Marty's the they machine. would have all these CDs stacked down there. What kind of music were they listening to? Oh man, but Spice Girls in yes. sync. Yeah. Kind of I but I just recently was gifted, not gifted, but a person created a, a mix, mix for me on and a that CD was or? on a on a playlist, playlist, and that was the first. I don't even think anybody like in high school ever did that for me. Wow. So you didn't even make. You didn't even. You didn't listen to CDs, I would say. Uh, when I was really little, really little. yeah. But you never have made a mixtape before. I don't think so. This is our first. Listeners, never, listeners of the so. show, and I want to run this by you. Well, I, I did I, recently. The, recently. I like, can't wait to get your ago. comments on this. Yeah. Uh, uh, on a previous episode, it was revealed that Paul made a breakup mixtape mm-hmm. he gave to a woman. I wasn't the only one. To break up with her or after the breakup? Another guest did as well. Post-breakup. Yeah. Post-breakup, like, I'm sorry? Or post-breakup, no, like, get back together with No, me, it was or? just like, no. this is our last goodbye. That's and good. it also had the and song he, Last Goodbye by Jeff Buckley. And he wanted her to like be in the car with another guy. And he'd be like, oh, it's a great mix. Like, who made this? And she'd be like, the one that got away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? <laughs> That's weird. I, I've never heard of that. It's happened more than I've never once. Heard of that. And and I feel like vindicated because I feel like Adam Burke also did it, kind of. Yeah. 
But I did it more than once. I can't believe it. Well, just to be fair, Sarah, and the listeners that are going to message me, I made mixes for everything. Mm -hmm. So we made mixes on CDs before that, even cassettes. That's how uh, us millennials uh, would do that. So let me ask you a question, Sarah. So you the older sisters Mm -hmm. who were into the pop stuff. Mm -hmm. How did you get into music that isn't pop? Yeah, you don't have any of those. I know. I... um I was I was very I was a really bitchy teenager. No, um, I know. Like every, everybody goes through that phase. I was just like I dated a really bad boy. I hated my mom. He would show me some bands. Uh, other people would show me other bands, and then I'd find bands like that band. And then in college, a girl I was seeing uh, showed me the Front Bottoms. Mm-hmm. And remember how impressed you were when yeah. I knew the front and when bottoms? you knew they were, and I fucking fell in love with them. And then I found like you know their brother bands that are similar, like you know. But there's and- some songs on these mix. We'll we'll start with the. We're just going to go in the order that you prevented to us. But okay. the first song that you gave us was Alanis Morissette "Forgiven" yeah. live version yeah. from 1995 before Fuck you yeah. were born. I was one. You were one. How did how did you discover bands like this? Like how did you know? How did this let's, let me this is a deep cut on the album? Yeah, this isn't even. It is a deep cut on the album because every when I mentioned Alanis, they, all, to, say, oh, they all say you ought to know, ought to which know, was or... like my. Fu- I don't but remember this, this album. They put Jagged Little Pill. They put out There's like five or five six songs. videos. Yeah, it's one. It's but my this favorite one wasn't a video, time. was no, it? No. So I think. I mean, I would always like hear oldies in my mom and dad's car or like stuff like that. Oldies. Yeah, some oldies. <laughs> and I heard. Look at Marty's Shut face up. right now. Whatever. You I'm fuck younger off real than quick? you. No, okay. Yes. okay, get over yes. it. Yes, oldies. Uh, 90. <laughs> 95. And I heard her. I heard you ought to know somewhere, <laughs> yeah. someplace, fell in love with it. Whenever I got broken up with a guy, I would just jam out to that mm-hmm. song. And then, of course, I had to listen to the rest of that album and forgive. I don't know why. Forgiven is my favorite song off the album. It's so fucking. This brings you to that time period. Oh my god! Like I want to fucking like punch somebody, but like you guys can't see her right now. But she's punching the the, she's punching the air right now, and her face is all bright red with anger. It's not red. No, it's smiling. She's smiling like she wants to murder somebody, and she'll enjoy it. This live version, and not want to just like why? Why you got you have two live versions on this on this compilation, this mix? Why live? Yeah, I think she's. She well, fucking is, flexes the voice on this one. She's an amazing live performer. And this one, there's, a, there's a very long exposition into the actual song. She does a lot Up, of Yeah, we're still moan, two minutes moaning, in. Moaning, mm-hmm. and then it's just when the fucking drum hits, it's so good. Is yeah. that right here? No, yeah. there's still another Wait, minute no. and a half. No, it's coming right now. So what is she she's what's singing the, what's just the choreographed right now. What's the gist she's saying about this, Sarah? Um, oh, my God. The, the lyrics? Yeah. Just yeah. What's like your interpretation of it? We all have a reason to be. <laughs> nice. What is your? What is um, your? What do you think this? Forgiven. It's either about not being forgiven or not or not caring. Not that you giving are, or not. Yeah, not caring that you aren't are forgiven about it. Nice. And like everybody's fucking bad people, and you either have to. You know, yeah. I don't know. There's so no, many. man. It doesn't, There's I don't multiple expect, versions I don't of want, this. There I don't is want multiple, and I don't know what acoustic. She, I don't but know this what is the one you mean. picked. Yeah, yeah, I like that one. Do you like live versions of songs, Marty? I always was against. Well, uh, you know what I say about. Uh, me, me and Dickie Barrett from the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. We say if you can't do it live, don't do it on the album. I that doesn't really qualify here. That doesn't apply. I here. do. I, I like. I like a live album uh, if I'm totally into a band. It's like such yes. a fun like other 
different you know, for, that makes sense it's the it's the i used to love when i would like an old uh hip-hop song a rap song back in the day and then you buy like the single and then it's like oh, on the other side they've got like a live a, version a, a, a live version or a different version of the like, sure Ooh, okay i like that mm-hmm. but i feel like the produced version is always better i even felt that way like a lot of people that like fish and the grateful dead they like to they're going live and mm-hmm. film more but i always was the weird guy who liked fish's studio version so i went after i listened to this then i listened to the album version okay they're both good both good um different but good i but man this you could not like avoid alanis morissette back in the day back when in the were, old days when you were one when you were one such um, a badass She's well a she was on all the uh, talking about what you said on other podcasts my every video yeah. was on vh1 mtv every station was every playing station her. and you would just get bombarded and with she it. never did anything better than she never will too because didn't Jagged she did little she, pill yeah yeah didn't she do she had a follow-up recent, album she did and then something more recently oh, it, and it flopped and i, I mean i just don't think anybody cares. you can't, can't be that right, big anymore the, right like even you know like the like you know Lizzo would be the new equivalent of like Alanis Morissette, mm-hmm. where every woman I know is like, yeah. Well, the but qualifications, yeah. Are no one's going to sell that many albums anymore. Nobody's right. going to be on. If you sell a hundred thousand albums now, you're you're gold or yeah. whatever. Yeah, but that was a big one. I remember friends of mine saw her at the Taste of Chicago. Ugh. Maybe going into like my senior year of high school or junior year, and everybody was just like, I think it was junior year, and everyone was just like, oh my god. Like I, if I have a daughter, I will name her Alanis probably. Yeah. Because it was interesting that first the, when the video for "You Ought to Know" came out, they really didn't show her much. Like they were kind of like just parts of it. Yeah, she had like they hair edited in her the face, part. and they, yeah, it was dude. kind of like a weird like. Yeah. I also really liked Avril Lavigne. I feel like she was my kind of your generation's, my generation's not as cool well, or badass, she, but just like she's like a, a gateway drug into <laughs> like her and uh, like some of those pop punk bands at the time, like Some Forty One and yeah. stuff like that, where it's like you can listen to that. But then they all have shirts on for like Minor Threat or Bad mm-hmm. Brains mm-hmm. or Op Ivy. And then you're like, oh, Who what's are they? this? Yeah. And then you're like, oh, okay, Signal. that I don't like Avril Lavigne anymore. Now I like this person. Are we ever in Ani DeFranco? Mm-mm. Okay. I'll send you some of her, yeah, please, her work. Please. Those are big influences. I think it'll be right up your alley. <laughs> well, that's, what, that's interesting that you talk about that because the next song you had was uh, another live song, uh, Stevie Nicks, Rhiannon, which yeah. is... And actually, a Fleetwood Mac song, but Correct. she did this. And it was is there a reason you picked this version of Rihanna? I, I I've never know. heard like, this version. Some, and I I get what you're saying. Well, the studio versions are usually better, but there's certain songs that I like that I feel like are just so fucking real live. I don't know, like this. I like one that with when the you, audience when you hear it when you hear like, either the first yeah. opening yeah. and the crowd's and the like, crowd's <sighs> like, oh, this is the song. Yeah. Um, and she's such a good if you're a really good singer you can fucking do it live like you know but have you heard the Fleetwood Mac version yes I don't like it as much really yeah I know that's, what about you Mark what are your thoughts opinion. on uh, Fleetwood Mac Marty uh, I like both versions no just in general first Fleetwood Mac in general Um, it's one of those where I've never like I've never seeked out more of their stuff than I hear just on you know whether it be on radio rumors or like the, the hits is one of your parents will probably tell you this, Sarah, but rumors Fleetwood Mac before our time even is considered one of the greatest bands of uh, greatest albums of all time. Mm-hmm. Okay, do you know the history of that stuff? Huh? I do not. I just know they were all banging each other. I just know that That's my what... dad has the largest crush on Stevie Nicks, and that is his. Uh, what do you call it? His celebrity crush. Uh, yeah, the, like the, the, the your mom pass, will let him call pass, banger. There you go. That you can banger, and your yeah. mom will just say, yeah. okay, let it happen. Yeah. Your dad, or as I like to call him, your 
your mom's roommate. No, but this off. is this is great. I could. It's one of those when you hear it, you're like, oh, I bet this was a real cool concert to be at. Yes. And I bet maybe that's why. Maybe I'm like envious and like I, it, it makes me feel like I was there or I am there. Well, yeah. What about this song? What What is this song? Why is this on your list? I have no idea. I just like you it. just like it. I really don't know. Yeah, there's no. Yeah. Do you I, like other? I've, I've probably heard this song. Like you know, I I mean. Uh, just so many times and if you're like what's it about be like i don't know right it's right. just a song right. that is really good that when it plays you're just like yep okay makes me feel like a witch i like that oh you're alive and she had fault well man so when fleetwood mac because i read her biography and and, her, and then i read the fleetwood mac biographies because i'm a nerd about wow. them but they they had like she had followers i would go to her, her shows or yeah. when she was in fleetwood mac who would all dress like her mm-hmm. so oh, they're like these yeah. witchy women that yeah. would like follow her around mm-hmm. oh that's a she was icon. Yeah, icon. She cre- then, she opened the door for so many uh, well, women she, artists. She guest starred in American Horror Story: The Witch. Yeah, they made the her the witch. witch. One. It was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and I love I love uh, uh, people who are like who tell stories about their just like rampant drug use. And uh, oh yeah, she, she is lucky to be alive. She had mm-hmm. some wild ones. What's the rumor that she had, she did so much coke she fucked her nose up and she had to have coke blown up her butthole? There's so many. That's a pretty awesome rumor. That's a pretty awesome rumor. Well, back in the day, the, the whole band was doing coke, and they would just have it delivered. It was part of their like yeah, requirements their to go on stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She had a fun one too, where she, I, I was reading the the I Want My MTV, which is like an oral history of MTV, and somebody talked about directing a video for her, and she didn't like how her hair looked, so they just shelved the whole video. What? Yeah. Well, she Stevie she Nicks? yeah Stevie Nicks would require a grand piano in her in her hotel. And oh she needed God. a suite that had, so they would either fit, have to bring it in, or mm-hmm. it had a room that had a, a piano in it. So you'll you'll see that sometimes at hotels that they now have, they just kept the piano. What would be your one thing if you were that rich and had that much burritos. money? Burritos. You, you needed burritos in your I would hotel? Need a bur- I would need good food. Yeah, because the hardest thing you. after a show is finding places yeah. open to That's eat. That's a good answer, Marty. Um, I, would, I would want a much larger TV that has like <laughs> Roku with... Uh, all yeah. my all my subscriptions, but on before it. you even saw it, you're like, I need it bigger. Like you don't even know what size we have. You're like, nah, I bigger. know it's not going to. Whatever you have, I want bigger, and I want my Roku with all my subscriptions set up. Hell yeah! What would yours be, Sarah? What would probably be your just rider? Like a, like a cute man to make out with, <laughs> and then and then probably go away. Probably go and go away. And he then can only no be here for 15, no eye contact. Deliver pizza, make out with me, then go away. Yeah. Uh, Paul, one thing you'll find in a hotel room <laughs> is a twin size mattress, uh, which is our next song, <laughs> oddly enough, uh, by the wonderful Front Bottoms. Let's listen to a second of it. This is for the lions living in the wiry, broke down frames of my friends' bodies. When the flood water comes, it ain't gonna be clear. Twin size mattress, really front gotta, bottoms. Yeah, you really gotta get to this that gonna kick in real What is this story hard. here, Sarah? Why is this on the list? Okay. God, where do I start? Where do you start? This is, this is your favorite band? Your body it's, changs when you talk about this band. It does. You've talked about this band to me before I have. It's on my, our other podcast. All-time favorite band. I've seen them live, I think, five or six times. I met them at Lollapalooza. Uh, and I was just a wreck. I was just like, I own all your records, and they were like, Okay, get out of here. <laughs> like, I was like, and I've had, I've had mul- uh, the lead singer is my dream guy. That's your dream guy. Huh? Yes, he's so weird looking, but hot. He's like tall, but he has a beard belly, and he has an amazing voice, and he's awkward. And I've had legitimate sex dreams with him in it. We're like, we have sex. He does and we not get scream. Uh, leading man. I know he is not kind of awkward looking. So awkward. Yeah. 
Oh my god. It's a good song. I will song. say that. Such this a hey Paul, it's a banger. It's a banger. It's the song's a banger. It's their, it's their top one. If you know the front bombs, you know this. Song. I don't know. Wedding singers. Uh, Wedding singers. It's a good great. song. Yeah. This Not is one their song. Album. Their most recent album. I would, I would know. That's not the name of the song. Well, I mean, from them. What? What would? How did you? How did you? How did you get to learn about this man? Well, the, yeah, the girl I was hanging out with, she showed him in to me. college. Yeah, um, she showed me a song called Maps. Marty, do you know Maps? By yeah, yeah, yes. No, by them, by <laughs> Front Bottoms. Yes. Um, and it, I didn't like it at first, and then I listened to it again, and I was like, okay. And then I listened to some of their other songs, and I really got into it. And they've kind of changed a little bit because it used to be like nobody kind of knew who they were, and then they kind of like blew up, and they just did Seth Meyers. So now they're like mainstreaming ish, mm-hmm. like. And it's like not cool to like him anymore. I got them confused with modern baseball. I'm so Fuck sorry. Yeah, I am so another sorry. one of my favorite fucking. They're, uh, they're, they're on the list. I know, a, uh, I know. I know. I know. I know. Is there is this does this mixtape have any? Is there a rhyme and reason to the whole five songs? Because you kind of like, go all over the yeah, place. Yeah, I was gonna either do like you know all my my gals, my leading <laughs> ladies. Uh, probably slip an Avril in there. Probably slip. What's your uh, go to Avril song? Uh, I like Head Above Water right now. Okay. That's her most recent one. But okay. uh, Skater Boy? Yours. No, I, I used to jam to Skater Boy for sure. I love a good song of like, you blew it because now I'm famous yeah. and my I'm boyfriend dating. is on MTV. Yes. Chad Kroger yes. from Nickelback. So I like, I, I have like these two personalities, I guess. It's like, hell yeah, go women. And then just like punk rock, emo-ish, mm-hmm. indie. Like I used to be like into like screamo bands in high school for a little bit. Screamo? Like, 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 Who's did you, that? Did you uh, like, have uh, the look? Did you have kinda, the, the hair? Kind of. Like I set my friends on fire. What's, Bless the fall. Like oh, those are the names sh- of yeah, them? Yeah. Like, do you know these bands, mm-hmm. Marty? You I do? do? I do. And then I kind of got away from that and I'm more like, you know, indie alternative. Uh, this is kind of like acoustic-y. Yes. These are bands who like, do you ever listen to like uh, Andrew Jackson Jihad? Nope. So it's there's like a big kind of like uh, folk acoustic punk scene. I definitely hear the influences yeah. on this song. And like I, I listen to this. I love hearing a band and just being like, oh, I know who you liked. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this is kind of like of all those bands. It's just like it's just done really well. Uh, I like a little bit of a, a scream songy type mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. Um, and it's just like the lyrics are really great. So good. Really great. If I, I would have done probably all five front bottom songs, but I just chose that one because, you know. Yeah, it's, you don't have it. any other ones by them. Well, I didn't want to repeat That's all right. people, but yeah. You want to keep your reputation yeah. But that's why intact. it's like, okay. Hey, speaking of <laughs> reputation, Paul. See what I did there? That was pretty great. We're getting, uh, we're, we're getting, getting good getting, at we're this. Getting, uh, we're getting the hang of this. Let's play a little of your next song, which is Bad Reputation by Joan Chet. So how did this get on the list? This is actually my walk-up music at the Laugh Factory. Is that right? You know who uh, else's like, walk-up music this who? is? Ronda Rousey. Hell yeah! Uh, Hell when I hear yeah. this song Wrestler? now, all I think of is her bouncing out, and she has this like yeah. bounce to her and smile and everything sometimes, or a mean look when she's trying to like, like be intimidating. Like a year ago, Brian Morton uh, was doing sound or something, and he brought me up to that, and he was like, I think that should be your your new go-to. And I was like, yeah, fuck, I love it. And then every time so I So you didn't know there, about this Joan Jett? Or no, I, of course I knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you, you know, know from Freaks and Geeks? 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's the no, Freaks and Geeks um, song, too. I've, I've heard that song before. I know of her before. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was just like, okay, bad reputation. Why? And he was like, I don't know. It just seems like you. And I'm like, I don't know if that's a compliment. <laughs> if I am. But I mean, when you say a walk-up song for stand-up, most of the time they're playing probably about 20 seconds of it. Right. So you're not even getting into right. the lyrics in, in a lot of times. It's a quick. It's just yeah. quick. It's yeah. good. It's just like balls to the walls. Like it's a great. It's and now a great. It's like a comfort thing when I'm there. Like I yeah, go I like, up, I hear it. I'm like, okay, this is. What's your What's your walk up song? To um, uh, they play uh, Mother from Dancing a lot of yeah. times. Well, uh, what if you fun. had the choice? Uh, I really, you, ever... you know what? I really like John Cena's theme song. <laughs> okay, uh, what is that? Uh, or you hear this like it's a uh, it's it's you hear this. I oh, will play it at the end. It's really great. It's like uh, it's him rapping. Oh, it is uh, him, yeah, it's performing. him performing. Oh dear, and it's God. got this big. It's but it's one of those songs where I, if I tell somebody to play it, I'm like, play it when it kicks in a little bit. And it's like dun, dun, you have dun, to know dun. where to play it. Yeah, because yeah. it's another one of those. At the beginning, you hear like it's like dun, dun, it's, it's funny. Like, I'll already be on stage, and I'm like, and I imagine people in the crowd are like, what the fuck was that? So now. Uh, <laughs> Bringing your back to Brian Morton, he's now at another club, mm-hmm. and uh, I was performing at that club, and he thought he remembered my. Oh, I used to have a bring up song that someone that when I first started at Laugh Factory was it was Sabotage by Beastie Boys, mm-hmm. and he played a different song, and then he like messaged me right after. He's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I put the wrong song on." I was like, "Oh, I didn't even notice that there was playing music because mm-hmm. it's it's so quick at, at certain yeah, places." Yeah, a lot of times I don't hear it. Yeah. Did you since you like the song? Have you looked into her other songs? Not really. I probably yeah. should. I love rock and roll. Do you well, want to yeah, touch it? Do you want to touch it? Is such a cool song. So I saw her in concert. Fun fact: uh, they, she opened for the Police and Fix and Flock of Seagulls concert. What year was that? It was in the eighties. <laughs> oh, I was six years old. Flock My brother had to Seagulls. take me. I was a huge oh, fan. Boy. But here's a funny story you're, about you're a fan at six years I was old. A, yeah, I loved music when I was a child. That's awesome. Here's a funny fact: um, she got booed off stage, and they threw a bottle at her guitarist. Jesus. And she got off stage and she said, fuck you. I'll never play this town again. And she didn't play Chicago for like 15 years. Nice. And I you like can't that. Google that fact. This is a fact that I am providing to Stick all of my to your listeners. guns, Joan. Wow. She got booed. And here's Why the thing. Why did they boo her? Because she didn't fit in with the rest of the... It was mm. all like new wavy yeah. like uh, songs. And she was like a rocker who was like a sellout in the world in the 80s, I think. I was too young to know why. But my, my brother explained it to me at the time. He was high. <laughs> yeah, she's legit though, man. Yeah, Runaways she got booed. Her bro- her uh, her drummer or guitarist got hit with a bottle. Wild, booed off stage. That's crazy. Can wow. you imagine? Like you're like, and she was like number one probably in the eighties. A lot of people been booed off stage. It's a bad. It's sense. a lot of times where it's like if it's a bad. It's all. I mean, like bands who open for gigantic bands who the people are just like we're just here for this band we right give a shit but she was bigger at the yeah. time than a lot of those artists the, yeah. the fix the one hit wonders yeah flock of seagulls and shit Jesus. yeah who would think how dare you how dare you huh but this Sarah's is a, like this is a looking it's like the look you give when your grandfather's talking about the good old days <laughs> yeah, no, right? the, the war and then there was a thing called vietnam yeah, all right no, she's great she was just at wrestlemania Really? Yeah, she plays live for Ronda Rousey at Are WrestleMania. You no, no, they always That's break out the. Awesome. If people have uh, bands' music, they don't do it much because they because they have to pay for it and they're, they're yeah, just like we'll say, let people yeah. do our, our own. But every once in a while, uh, if somebody has a band, a big band at WrestleMania, they'll play. And she, I mean, they went all out for Ronda Rousey, so they had her play there, and it was real cool. It was like, yeah, enjoy, get your money. What play. did your did your parents play in? Like, because this is more. 
this is your parents' generation. Yeah. Did they did they listen to music around the house to you? Yeah, yeah, sometimes. What did they listen to? What did Tina, your mom Tina, listen oh to? Just curious. Okay, Tina's favorite band is U2. Ugh. I know. We We're just not fans up. on this podcast. But Tell she also that. is obsessed with Adele. Um, my dad loves the Rolling Stones. Huh. and I like you uh, now. And uh, Bruce Springsteen. Oh, nice. Yeah, and, One of my uh, favorites. Uh, Joan Jett, Fleetwood Mac. Yes. Um, what else? Yeah, just like that kind of stuff. So tell Tina we're no longer Sure, I will. Dating. For those of you who don't know, Sarah's mother and I have a ongoing friendship. <laughs> wow. <laughs> An ongoing friendship. That sounded... Friendship. Uh, With benefits? Yeah. Not yet. Not yet. Mm. He's mm. waiting for the roommate it, to move out. Letting it breathe. <laughs> well, now I like the roommate more, so right, I can't yeah. stand you too. I... Ugh. Remember, do you like you too? No, and okay. then everybody hated them after the that album after got they put automatically that album on. put on everyone's I loved phone. how that was. How they were probably it like, used to be your favorite. I don't they know probably it's thought they were going to be such heroes, and then they Free did music. it, and, and everybody was, like, was like, like, "Fuck you!" Okay, she you. also is obsessed with Bruno Mars. Uh, so for Christmas last year, does she we got, say he's talented? Well, yeah, we got her <laughs> he's like the new Prince. We all like chipped in, got her like VIP. Wow. Like, like I think stuff. I remember seeing that and on And then they Insta. came to Chicago for the show. They got like robes and like they were in like the VIP room and she, they were like second row. And she there said was it, a piano was, in like, the corner from <laughs> when Stevie Nicks played there. She said it was like the most fun night she's ever had. So. Wow. She likes like, just something that you can dance to, you know, like an oldie. Yeah. What does she think about the music that uh, you listen to, such as? She uh, doesn't get it. But she'll buy me like shit for it, like for Christmas. Like she, she, you know, she always forget the name. She's like the front, the fronts, and I'm like front bottoms, <laughs> front and, sides. And then I love it. Oh, I, I, I can't believe I didn't put them on here. That band called the Smith Street Band. Uh, they are from Australia, uh, and I wanted their album for Christmas, but shipping and handling was like eighty bucks mm. and I, for vinyl. And she was like, "I'm not doing that." I'm like, Fine. "Vinyl? Do you have vinyl? I do. You have a record player? Huh? We yeah. should talk. I just got a bunch of records from my brother." Because we're cleaning out uh, my parents' house. Wait, where do, you, where do you buy your records at? Urban Outfitters. I, they're the number one <laughs> oh, seller. They're dear. the number one seller of or albums. Online, or is that online. right? Uh, Urban Outfitters have, is the number one like, seller of albums. They had like Blink One Eight Two's first album just randomly. But they you have, can they go. Have random one. You have independent oh, records yeah, right by I go your there house as well. Yeah. Okay. To, uh, hey, damn! It's not Dave's their first or album. Whatever. What? Damn! It's not their first album. Or Dude I didn't Ranch. Dude Ranch. I said their first. Fuck yeah, Dude Ranch. Blink One Eighty Two fans. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, they're great. You fucking bet. Isn't everybody? Um, I didn't like them until my band started covering them. But I was like, these bands are Cheshire, well, I remember, Cheshire Cat. That's their first so album, my, yeah, I believe. My yeah. sister Lauren, the one that used to make the mixtapes like Spice Girls and stuff, she went through a phase where she loved Blink-182. And my dad said, no, you're not allowed to go to that concert. Too inappropriate. Then when I was in high school... They were coming, and I was obsessed with them, and I wanted to go. And he was like, yeah, for sure, go. And she was like, this is so fucking unfair. Yeah. Everything's different. Do you remember but- who opened for them? Fuck. Alkaline Trio. No. Maybe. You never know. No. They I have. Know. I mean, they I did open for in the past. but For those of you who don't know, Marty's is his favorite band. I love. That's your favorite band? They're one of my favorites. I mean, favorite. they. I like, I've. I've. I'm surprised you haven't mentioned them in the last nah, two podcasts. Nah, man, I'm just, the, the talks pay too much alkaline trio. I'm, I'm dialing it back. <laughs> that <laughs> was the, that was the one part, thing that people were saying. They were an important band in my life. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's like you mentioned with Joan Jett opening for uh, the police. The police. I, I love when you see like an opening band oh, and you're yeah. like, oh, I like them too, I think. Mm-hmm. Lumineers are opening mm-hmm. for John Mayer on this tour. And I was like, I'd rather see them than yeah, John Mayer. I Although John that. Mayer, as, as much as I shit on him, I, he's a he's a, music, he's a great musician. He's great live. I will say that. Just don't go to his after party. Uh, okay. <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, I do a joke about it. Okay. Uh, 
Thanks for listening to my sets, guys. I do. <laughs> Sometimes I tune it out, but I do mostly. Um, and your final band. Yes. Let's wait. Let's listen to this one because I had never heard of this band or the song. Floorboards by McCaffrey. 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 She's jumping. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is a really good song. Yeah. Imagine this live. Just... No. How did, did you know who this band was? I did not. Okay, um, so but, I, both but right new. when I heard it, I said, this is very Sperry. Very Sperry. Very Tell us Sperry. about this song and this band. So this band, so they... Uh, McCafferty. Yeah, they their influence was the Front Bottoms. I found that out. Um, really? Like they, I met the lead singer and he has a tattoo on his chest that says the Front Bottoms. Do you have a Front Bottoms tattoo or anything? I have a oh, lyric, yeah. Nice. What's the lyric? Uh, contribute to the chaos. Yeah, which is, yeah. fucker. I want to get more too. So yeah, how young fucker. are these guys? They're pretty young and... um. So so they and they have a song about how everyone thinks that they like copied the front, but he's like, uh, steal all my lines from this guy named Brian. Brian sells a leasing front bottom. Like and so I've seen them live. They're still very new. I saw them at Subterranean and somewhere else. Recently. Are they selling out rooms like that? Uh, yeah, kind of. Th- but then they're like the most normal dudes. Like they'll just be up and I bought their vinyl and I just talked to them. For Are like you 10 older minutes. than them? No, no, no. I think they're a little older than me. I think okay. they're early thirties, but. They broke up once and then got together and then they broke up again because lead singer has like a lot of mental issues, uh, depression, went through like, and so he's, they wrote this huge thing about how they needed to take a break because he just could not handle um, being on the road. It's just like, he was just so, yeah. Um, But they just released a new single, which called Fentanyl, which was very depressing. Mm. Uh, And then they're going on tour at the end of this year, I think. So I don't know if it's like a little reunion or if they're back together. They're very wishy-washy, but I respect Where are they from? I think you said. I think. I I like this part. I just turned it up because I like it. It reminds me of. Is this something you're going to be listening to? After the podcast? There's a couple songs. They have great songs. This is one that would, if if, if I was going to take one from this. Uh, Pac, from this set list, this would be the one. Really? That mm-hmm. surprises me. It reminds me of uh You like song. this one so much more than Twin Size Mattress? Uh, I like them both, but I would say this one. Did you listen both. to all of them fully, all of, both of you? Yeah. Yeah, oh, wow. we, let's do all I we do our homework. Oh, nice. Yeah. This one reminds me of like uh, the Violin Femmes in a weird way, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so, add it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This, was a ba- this was another band that I could have chosen. You know, bunch of songs. eighty different songs. Yeah. I, I After I listened to this one, I went to their their main their thing. main thing yeah. on, on iTunes, and I listened to some of their okay songs. the top ones. Yeah, yeah. He's got a great whiny voice. And I love a good whiny it's, voice. It's depressing lyrics with upbeat jams, kinda sometimes. That's it's the formula. That's right in uh, Marty's. It's yeah, the formula, My alley baby. Too, baby. It's the formula. It's the Marty so formula. Good. For it's got. You like this? It's toe tapping. Lo- it's like uh, yeah. live. They're fucking sure. phenomenal. I feel like this great. and uh, the front bottoms are like a newer generation of the shit that you listen to, Marty. Mm-hmm. I would say that that's like that the, the take the the brand new, the Taking Back Sundays yeah. of of. Brand new, yeah. Brand new, man. Love that. Real good band. Yeah. They're going to be a Riot Fest, I think. Yeah, probably. Oh, yeah. Riot Fest is uh, Chicago Festival. Get that money. Get that money, everybody. Um, But yeah, this is is good. It's got to be tough, too, to be a band. Everyone's like, oh, you sound like that band. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? It's just like. I don't see the sound, the similarity. But again, I didn't go into their I see the influences more. Mm -hmm. Um, I think think that, I don't know, especially this song. It sounds way more like musically complex. 
yeah. that's probably what speaks to you. Because Paul I, likes all this fucking musician. No, I think I like to keep it simple too. I think some of the best songs out there, people try to like. I remember when I was in bands, they'd be like, "We need a bridge." Here. I'm like, "No, we don't. This is a cool song. Just keep it three chords simple." Are you like lyrics? Like a good lyric? Like how you said you got that tattoo of that I want to contribute to the chaos. Mm-hmm. Like, are you? It's like a good lyric. Are you just like, oh shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what sure. gets you into it, or is it the the music? Oh man, I think like probably. Probably fifty-fifty. It's hard to ask, yeah. like, why people like things. We, we ask that, and every time people well, are like, I like, don't know. The, the I love that lyric, but that lyric is also the best part of the song. Mm-hmm. It's like, I want to drive you out. Yeah, it's like the. Is it the? I don't know. Bridge. I don't know. I don't know that song. The chorus no. might be the chorus. No, it's not the chorus. No, no, no. Uh, Pre-chorus. Sure. No hip hop on this. Eh. No, not a hip hop fan. Not really. Not a country fan. Not a hip hop fan. Interesting, because I feel like. Uh, I feel like your your generation, like you almost have to be into hip hop. Like, like it's so what? prevalent. Like are, like, well, she's from St. Louis, so that, that was I would yeah, say Nelly. Nelly. Okay, you fine. Into Nelly I'll at listen all? to Nelly. Yeah, I'll listen to Hammer. I just of think course. it's just, to me. It just seems like anybody. To me, like anybody like <laughs> thirty and under just like grew up with like hip hop being everywhere the biggest. Yeah, I don't know. Didn't get know. into it. She went. It seems like she was influenced by. A couple people, right? Like mm-hmm. you, you had your the girl that you were seeing in college, so she introduced you to some stuff, and then uh, the other stuff. I don't. It doesn't really make sense how you got into. <laughs> I get it. No, you got like the well, I, like the Alanis Morissette, and then you have uh, Stevie uh, Nicks. Sure, those, I get. I could. I would put those two together, uh, and Joan Jett, and then Joan you Jett, got your right. new little old. Um, it would be so interesting if a if a band like like the Front Bottoms or something just became like the next big thing. They they're start they're playing bigger and bigger venues. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, this cool. I mean, to it happened for Fallout Boy. True. It could be the next Fallout. Did you listen to that kind of stuff too? Yeah, like Fallout Boy. Yeah, I like them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any like guilty pleasures or anything like that that Ooh. didn't make the list? Were you were there any songs that you put on the list that you thought we were gonna shit on you for? Did we intimidate you? No, I don't think so. But <laughs> before we start we started recording, you said this wasn't what you expected mm-hmm. from me. What did you expect from me? I didn't expect. Uh, three sort of older songs i was gonna say the same thing yeah. i was expecting more of the front bottoms feel and the the punk scene i was, I, I was trying to do yeah half and half. i should have I, really I thought for sure if any female singers you'd have would be like avril lavigne yeah it was hard to do five dude you're gonna it was really I'm, hard to I'm, gonna, five. I'm gonna get you some money to franco songs okay you yeah. need I don't to listen to this mystery band you might like them too Adam Burke likes them because they're... Then I hate him already. No. Adam and I don't get along musically. Oh, we do. Me and Adam do. He he shit on my favorite band, and I'll never forget that. Which is... The Police. Greatest band of all time. I also shit on them, and we do a podcast together. (laughs) Paul's Paul's, (laughs) Paul's very forgiving. He takes hits. You don't get the text messages that I get from him all of a sudden. Like, also, he'll be like... (laughs) And another reason why they aren't the greatest band. (laughs) Another band better than The Police. Do you go to a lot of concerts? I try to, yeah, but but I only, I, they're just so expensive nowadays, sure. especially the festivals and shit. I only, like, I will shell out any sort of money for the front what, bottoms. What's your, uh, I have to really if you're like going to see fans. the front bottoms, where's your ideal venue to see them at in Chicago? Ooh. Metro. Metro's the best. Yeah, that's, I think that's where the they were last nice. time I saw them, I think. Yeah. Um, I also, oh my God, what is the subtraining's too, I can't too small. I don't like too compact. Yeah. yeah. Um, I can't it's fun of, to play there, though. Aragon or Riviera, those too are big. just like too big. Mm-hmm. Park Metro's, West is nice Metro's for a certain perfect. Site bands. 
Park West uh, is my favorite venue for like certain like acoustic based bands. So that's Did I ever tell you my the- Park West story? Do you know? Have you ever been to the Park West? No. Yes, I've heard of it. I'm trying to think of the venue where you walk in and it's like a huge restaurant. Not a restaurant. Shuba's but- Lincoln Hall. No. Like it's a giant. What city? What part of the city? Oh, fuck. I can't remember. The city winery? Oh, Talia Hall? Yes, oh. I think. That's a great venue. No, I don't know. What's your Park West story? So I saw the Eels. Oh, uh, yeah. And they did, uh, it was an evening with the Eels with strings. And they had a, a string quartet. I remember quartet, that show. And uh, they were playing all their songs with, I don't know if it was a string quartet or not, but they had a, a, a big string band. And they were, it was very beautiful. And all their songs were very, you know, violins and harps and all this stuff. And um, the lead singer had, had mentioned that years ago they opened for Tori Amos, and she kept complaining about the cash register. You told me this story. Yeah, yes. they had this old timey cash register, and as they're playing, you'd hear like ring, ding, ding, <laughs> and he was like, "Oh man," he's like, "I got to tell you guys a story." He's like, "When we opened for Tori Amos after our set, we're watching her, and she just keeps complaining about this cash register, and we're like, what a fucking diva.'" And he's like, no. but now that I'm up here with a string quartet, I'm like, yeah, fuck that cash register. Mm-hmm. Uh, but all these years, he was just like, eh, she was kind of a diva. She complained about that. And it's just like so funny how for all those years, he was like, what a diva. And then he's like, yeah, I'm going to fucking throw that cash register out the window. <laughs> you would see that a lot in when bands would play like their acoustic song or like by themselves and people are just talking or there's loud noise in the back. And you're mad. like, why are you this fucking talking? lady was there and she had all these bracelets on. And every time she would take a drink, they would just go crink. And then she would put the drink down. And they go crink. Where was this? At the Park West. But then I also still have that red cash register. I think so. I mean, this was uh, there's certain places like the uh, the Improv in Schaumburg or Comedy Club. They have a big cash register by the stage, and it's so funny. Like at the end, when, like the headliners wrapping it up, you just hear like just all these tickets being yeah, printed yeah. out. It's so oh, it loud on the so corner. Loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's also some bar, like comedy bar too in Chicago. The, you, you someone orders a martini on stage, you're like, come on, mm-hmm. like it's yeah. so loud. Maybe you're just not getting laughs. <laughs> That's very often the case. <laughs> very kidding. often the case. Uh, Sarah, where can people find it? We're going to put your mixtape on. Uh, it's already on there. You put it out there. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure out when to make it public on, uh, on Apple Music. Uh, what is that? Is that what it's called? And Spotify. Where can people find out more about you, Sarah, to see your upcoming shows? Yeah, I have a website, SperryComedy.com. And that's also my Instagram handle, SperryComedy. That's, uh, yeah. You can catch her at a front bottom show. Oh, yeah. Uh, With the chaos. Fucking jerking it in the front row. <laughs> just being a real creeper. Just like flicking <laughs> just my being beans. a real creeper. Brian Sell. <laughs> Making a lot of eye contact. Yeah. You've talked about him so much that I know his name. That's right? Because yeah. I, oh, I talked about him last uh, time. On the Singles, Singles Only podcast, yeah. Uh, Sarah Perry, thank you for sharing your mixtape with us. And Marty DeRosa, thank you for being a part of this. And I'm Paul Farvar. You guys, by the way... Uh, if you guys want to review us, please do. We're a new podcast. We need reviews. If you want to sponsor us, talk to us at uh, paulmartymix at gmail.com. And what else do we have to say, Marty? Uh, if you can't do it live, don't do it. <laughs> Says Dickie Barrett of the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. Weren't you going to play us out to some song? Oh, yeah. What was I going to play? The Walkout Song by John Cena. This oh, is a song right. that Marty says he wants to go on stage to if he had the ideal choice keep in mind marty is a wrestling fan and john cena is not a musician so again you can't play this it's too much walking time so i want it right when it kicks in right now uh, well, why don't why can't they do that they do oh okay they do
This is good. This is a walk on. Thank you for listening.